Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is James with Salt and Light Ministries with another episode of Diving into the Heart of God. As we sit here today and we just ponder upon the greatness of God and how good that He has truly been to us. It puts you in a place of of gratitude and a place of uh, have been given so much more than what we truly deserve. So we just stand in all of God's presence. I am truly thankful. I am truly honored. by the love that he has displayed for me. That he only had to display that love once and it covered the multitude of sins. It was the blood that has been shed for me, that has been shed for you. A blood that has not only freed us from the penalty of sin but has also freed us from the bondage of sin so as we sit here today and today is the day before resurrection Sunday so many people will call it by another name but it's by only the tradition that they have been taught And I don't want to go in and make a big spill about the very word that people use, but if they really knew that it was a pagan name, then they probably wouldn't use it. You see, my Bible tells me that we have we are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So with all of that being said, ladies and gentlemen, dive into God's word, dive into his heart. You see, because God's not going to hold any secrets back from you as long as you are leaning into Him. But I don't want to go too far into that because God has not given me a word that is in reference to Resurrection Sunday. Now, would I love to do such? Amen, I would. But today I'm going to come with a word that has been so heavy upon my heart for the past few days. It's really kind of rung a bell since the last weekend. It's a word that I have ministered before, but oh, how refreshing that it is to me to to hear God speak this very word to me. So with that being said, as just as we always do, let's just spend a few moments in prayer. Let's spend a few moments just inviting God's Spirit to be upon us, to minister in the way that He desires. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, let us pray. Our dear glorious and heavenly Father, Lord, we take this time, 
We take this opportunity, Lord, to call upon your name. We take this time and this opportunity, Lord, to ask your presence to be abundant amongst us. That the Holy Spirit would allow us to hear the very words that is being spoken here today. The very word that wants to become visible in our life. That we would have the heart to receive it. That God would bring forth the revelation that He desires to speak to us here today. And Lord, through this revealed knowledge, Lord, You have bringing forth transformation. Lord, we thank You, Father. Lord, we're not here to, to just say anything magical. We're not here just to bring forth empty words. But Lord, we have a praise on our lips. And Lord, we're going to glorify you here today. We're going to praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Holy Spirit, you are so welcome here. You are so welcome. There's nothing that can be said. There's nothing that can be done outside of you. So we invite you to minister to us. You have free reign. Whatever it is that you hear from the Father, you are more welcome to say so. Holy Spirit, have your way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, as we just dive on deeper into your presence, as we just allow your spirit to manifest itself to us, Lord, we just stand in all of you. So, Lord, as we just continue to dive deeper into your heart, we will dive into your word. And the very word that you have given your servant here today is based off of a, a disciple that was called the beloved of Jesus. one that loved you unconditionally the one in which that you revealed so much to but Lord as we take this time as we take our Bible and we take our attention and our focus over to John chapter 15 we will begin reading with verse 1 all the way through verse 8 
beginning with verse 1, it says this. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so that they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For the branches cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned but if you remain in me and my words remain in you you may ask of anything you want and it will be granted when you produce much fruit you are my true disciples this brings great glory to my father amen and amen ladies and gentlemen as as Jesus was sitting here and he was ministering he brought forth a word that could really 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 be taken to heart as it should be a word that takes heart and becomes present in our day-to-day -day life but throughout this passage of scripture there are a quite a few key words that I would like to focus on here tonight And I will try not to keep you long because I know some of you are trying to spend time with your loved ones and your family on this resurrection weekend. But I want to take your attention on to verse 1 if I could. And Jesus began with this. He said that I am. Throughout, throughout Scripture, throughout the Old Testament, throughout the New Testament so often God has recognized himself or has mentioned himself or introduced himself as an I am if we turn back to Genesis when Abraham was introduced to God this is exactly what God said he said I am your shield your exceedingly great reward if I have to be honest that is a great way to be introduced to God that he is your shield he is your great reward throughout scripture he continues on with this and I've got a long list here and how God had introduced himself he said, I will be what I will be, or I am what I am. I am Yahweh. I am El Shaddai. I am the Lord. I will be with you. I am God. 
I am the God of your fathers. I am Jehovah Rapha. I am Jehovah Nisi. I am the God that goes before you. I am the God who sees you. I am the God that delivers. I am willing. I am the Messiah. I am able. I am with you always. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the good shepherd. I am the door. I am the resurrection and life. I am the way, the truth, and life. I am the true vine. I am Alpha and Omega. Ladies and gentlemen, God has introduced himself to so many people as the I am what you need. I am everything that you need. I am all that you need. And so often time we, we overlook God's presence. We overlook who he really is. You see, because as we continue on into this this story here tonight as we continue on into this message that right here God said that I am the true vine so ladies and gentlemen why would God have to introduce himself as being the true vine you see because if he mentioned true then that means there has to be a false there has to be something that is imitating him Hallelujah. Jesus is the only way. He is the way and the truth. Hallelujah. As we read on into verse 2, there's two key words that we would like to point out here. Number one is being cut. And the second one is prunes. Ladies and gentlemen, the definition to be cut is to to separate with or to be separated from. To prune means to be cultivated, tended, and cut back in order to grow healthier or to produce more fruit. You see, this kind of goes along with the the very message title that we have here today is have you been cut off or are you pruned you see because there becomes a not so much of a fine difference here because it's it can be so well seen because a branch that does not produce fruit is one that is cut off but a branch that does produce it is cut back it is cut to the point of where death and life meets if you ever go outside or maybe walk next to a tree or a grapevine when you begin to bend a branch or begin to bend a twig the difference between life and death is when the branch or the twig breaks or when the branch or twig bends you see because if we break off then there's so much dead there that there's nothing that keeps us alive 
and if the branch or the twig that bends, it still has life in it. Because it's able to bend, it's under to bend under the circumstances. And ladies and gentlemen, there's the difference between being cut and being pruned. Which category do we fall in here today? When the storms of life comes against you? Have you been broken in spirit? Or have you bent? Have you allowed this circumstance to cause you to lean to your main source you see because the one that is cut no longer has any life in it the one that is pruned has only relying on what it abides in can we continue on here but here's what Jesus continued to say in verse 3 he said that you have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you in John chapter 17, verse 17, this was a prayer or part of the prayer that Jesus had prayed over his disciples. And he said, God, make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Sometimes the, hard, the, the, the truth is really hard to receive, especially when it places in a situation where it reveals that we are wrong. I remember this saying uh, growing up that the truth hurts. But I really like to reflect back to John chapter 8 that Jesus had words with the Pharisees and he said that you shall know the truth and then the truth shall make you free. You see, ladies and gentlemen, we can't be free until we know what the truth is. And the very truth that God has been speaking to our hearts time and time and time again not just this podcast but the words that we constantly hear God speaking to our hearts that he continuously speaks over and over and over again these are the words that are purifying us because they are life We continue on into Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. It said, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all of creation can be hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before His eyes, and He is the one to whom we are accountable. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word of God will expose 
what is in our spirit. It will expose what is in our flesh. And no matter what we may be able to hide from man, we will never be able to hide it from God. Because His Word exposes us. It is, His Word is light and it exposes us. What is the difference between light and darkness? Is that darkness is the absence of light. And ladies and gentlemen, if we don't have the light of God working in our life, shining in our life, then we are walking in darkness. And that's not anything that you want. Because if you ever walk in a dark room that you are really not familiar with the territory, or just in general at all, because I've stumped my toe in the darkness. Even in homes that I've lived or lived in for many, 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 many years. You see, because to be able to travel, to be able to move around in your home, to be able to walk around outside, light gives us the ability to, to be able to see the things that may be a trap, that may be a snare. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight are are we at the point of where we will be cut from the vine or will we be pruned? The ones that will be cut will be no good for nothing but to be gathered into a pile to be burned. And ladies and gentlemen, if we could just really be really real here, the <laughs> the emphasis of being burned is an eternal separation from God. You see, because once these branches are burned, there's no way, there's no more life ever in them. They are totally separated. Have we allowed God's message? Have we allowed His Word to purify our lives? You see, because I, I, I want to go just a little bit deeper and, and we're going to end on this note here tonight. Some of us we wear gold necklaces or we wear gold rings. And if they're at, at any point, if they are real gold, they, they have a stamp of 10 carat or 14 carat. And a carat is based off of 24. So if it's not 24 carats, then it is not pure gold. 
which means it still has the copper, zinc, or nickel. There's not been a full separation. But as we look on the outside of this gold band or this gold necklace that we may be wearing, we will find that it looks like it's flawless. It looks like that it is just as much gold as anything else. But ladies and gentlemen, if we were to place that gold ring or that gold necklace into a furnace and allow this gold to be liquefied, if we allow the form to be changed, there is this chemical that can be placed within this liquefied gold that will cause these foreign elements to surface. And the very things that will surface are things that are foreign, things that, things that has caused this gold to become impure. You see, and what a goldsmith does here is at this point is he will take his ladle and he will begin to scoop from the top. He will begin to remove these things that have surfaced within. And as the goldsmith removes these foreign elements, as he removes these things that causes this gold not to be as pure, the more that he is removing, the purer the gold becomes. So ladies and gentlemen, as in reference to us, ourselves, we, we sometimes have the appearance of, of pure gold. We have the appearance of gold itself. But as trials and tribulations begin, uh, begin to come our way, we may have things that are not so golly that begin to surface. As this, as this very trial and tribulation is the heat, it causes those foreign, foreign elements to surface, these things that, that cause us to become impure. And as they surface, if we allow God to remove them from our life, the more and more and more that we begin to become pure, the more that we become purified, you see at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, there, there's two characteristics about gold that so many people will overlook. The first being that gold is transparent when it is at its purest form. It's able to be seen through. 
You see, because our, our take on what gold looks like is really not what gold is. The second thing about pure gold is that gold is not hard. It is tender. And it is the same way with us as we stand before a, 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 an almighty God. We are tender in his presence. We are not hard. Our hearts have not become hardened. So ladies and gentlemen, are you cut? Or are you pruned? Are you 10 karat gold? Or have you become pure gold? These are questions that only you can answer for yourself. In closing here today, we're going to close in prayer and we're just going to simply pray God's word. Because we're going to pray the same thing that Jesus prayed over his disciples. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Oh, dear Lord, where, where do we even begin, Father? Because, Lord, more... And more of your word that is being revealed to us, Lord, we realize just how dirty we are. We realize just how unrighteous we are. We realize just how much that you want to remove from us. But Lord, as we dive into your word, we also know, Father, Lord, that you have given us the ability. That you have empowered us to live a life that is pleasing to you. But Lord, just as, as you prayed for your disciples, Lord, we pray for ourselves, Lord, that, that, that you would make us holy by your truth. Teach us your word, which is truth. Tonight, Lord, we, we have no words that can justify where we are. We have no words, Lord, that, that are in the right sequence. But Lord, as we stand before you as a holy God, Lord, we bow ourselves to you. We humble ourselves before you. And Lord, as we stay humbled here before you, Lord, we allow truth to penetrate us. We allow the truth to set us free. Hallelujah. Lord, as we have prayed, Father, Lord, that our eyes would be open, that our ears would be open to see and to hear your very word, to see your very heart, to see your very word being revealed to us, Lord. Lord, we pray, Lord, that 
we would have the heart to receive it. And Lord, these very things, Lord, that we have asked in your name. Lord, you said that if if you abide in us and we abide in you, you said that we could ask whatever we will and it shall be given. So, Lord, the only thing that we ask here tonight is, Lord, is that your presence is revealed to us stronger and stronger each day. That we will really see the dirtiness that's in our life, the, the relationship that is needed, Lord, between us. Lord, to be loved and to be disciplined. Lord, once more, we just thank you for this time, this opportunity. Lord, to be changed by your word. Lord, we carefully give you the glory and the praise and the honor, the thanksgiving. Because it's only in your son's name, Jesus Christ, that we ask and we pray. We believe it. We receive it right now. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I I really do thank you for being here with me today. I thank you that you have come hungry. And I thank you for your love for Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus said that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So as we separate here today, I pray that you would continue to be good to God, that you would allow God's word to transform your life. And who knows, we may meet again this weekend because I do have multiple words that's just stirring in my spirit. But I'm not going to be the guy that speaks without God's permission. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I pray that you have a wonderful weekend. That you continue to move forward into realizing what the resurrection of Jesus Christ is. So until we meet again, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you and I love you. Good night.